Welcome to episode 61 of the Contrafabulous podcast. I'm Audrey Waters. And I'm Kim Lane. And we are going to talk this week about something that I all, I keep putting this idea into the, our little brainstorming session that we um, work on each week where we sort of track on interesting tech stories. I keep saying, oh, we should talk about this, we should talk about this, and other things happen. But I think that we're going to devote the... Uh, entire podcast today to a discussion of Amazon Alexa, which was, of course, in the news this week. But um, we've, we have news stories from, I think, several months worth of news stories uh, to talk about. Yeah, I mean, from my vantage point as the API evangelist, it's uh, uh, not so much a voice that interests me. It's it's the mechanisms behind it and how APIs are, are used to distill... Uh, conversations down to single transactions and back again. So let's let's start actually with the story that was in the news this week and then we can sort of see what other what other th- things we can um, we can talk about other directions we can take this. But the there was a story that um, recently um, that in the middle of a violent domestic assault um, that Amazon Alexa called nine one one. This was a story that was in the in the news recently, um, and that Amazon has since said, "Oh, that's no, that's that's simply not possible, right?" So this idea that um, that this device that people are willingly putting in their house, um, we were talking about this earlier, that sometimes is described as simply a smart speaker is actually a listening device, right? It is this listening device that is, if not always on, then always ready to to turn on. And so it sort of fit with it sort of fit with this idea that we've heard quite often that these um, that these devices are always sort of surveilling your house, um, perhaps to be used in court cases, but perhaps in order to keep you safe, right? That was the argument in this case, that this woman and her daughter were actually saved by the fact that they had this surveillance device in their house that was able to notify authorities. Well, maybe we should back up a little bit and and clarify what what is Alexa. Alexa is the is the voice enablement platform behind the Amazon Echo. Echo is the the cylindrical object that sits in your house and and some people call it a smart speaker. It's 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 Alexa enabled, it's a Alexa enabled device. Then they have the Echo Dot, which is a, a smaller little round hockey puck looking thing that can sit around your house in different rooms. It's not as big and full featured as the the full Echo, but the Dot will do the job. And then they've also come up with the Echo Show which is a um, Amazon-enabled kind of basically an iPad or it looks like a picture frame that can sit on like your 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 mantle or your your windowsill, and it's a screen that you can do video as well as voice, and people with um, that are part of your ecosystem can like pop in and say hey hey how's it going and shit like that. Oops, God man, I I blew it already this time, um, and then they have the amp that the new Echo Look which is a hands-free camera and style assistant. And so they're they're building a whole suite of tools and this this is just the, you know what Amazon's doing. They have the Alexa voice service which is the 
um, getting other device manufacturers to bake this into their devices and create, you know, home automation, automobile, um, have shower heads, different things that um, you can put Amazon into. And then, uh, but it's a whole ecosystem. Right. And so in some ways, the, I mean, this is, uh, the, I mean, I think that there are many working elements to the technology, but also to the marketing around this, right? So it, 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 I think at its simplest level, this is a voice assistant for you to be able to order items from Amazon and or um, uh, interact with audio content that you might have purchased from Amazon, right? So you can ask Amazon to play a particular song, for example, or you can ask it to restock your supply of um, saline solution, right? Um, so those are, I think, the two of the basic things. But as Amazon continues to add more features, it also is sort of creeping into um, other sort of other household objects, right? So recently, like you said, they announced that, that you could do make calls on them, and that's something that they're particularly inter interested in showcasing with the one that has the sort of like a, a screen interface. So it isn't necessarily just a voice interaction, but there could be some touch interaction as well. But it's this idea that you'll have a device in a room that you can sort of say someone's name and it'll automatically connect to their Amazon device, right? So it'll sort of turn on and um, if you have an Amazon device and your the example that is used in your parent has an Amazon device, you can ask Alexa to call them and their device will turn on um, and sort of wait for them to respond. Um, so there are, I think that there are some lots of um, interesting privacy and security implications. Obviously, this idea of Amazon deciding to call the police is just one example of the way in which these devices certainly are changing, um, would, would change the, the notion of the kind of um, privacy that one would have in one's own in one's own house, but of course, you know, Amazon is interested in these becoming, um, in, interested in this becoming a new way for you to interact with all of Amazon, the Amazon ecosystem, and part of this larger argument that interfaces in the future won't be um, based on type, um, and perhaps not even based on touch, that they will be based on voice. Well, the whole, so behind this, this device and Alexa are two core services from the, the developer side of the, the, the coin. One is the Alexa voice service, which is the physical thing that you bake into uh, devices in your automobile. Um, Echo is, is, a, is a using the voice service. But then the other half of that is what's called the Alexa skills kits. So basically, Every command that that your Alexa um, has is called a skill. So basically, a set of words or a phrase or series, of, you know, um, of the of words that you can say to it, and it recognizes. And then that what that does is that can trigger. Uh, some sort of API call it can just get some content, some information, or um, you know, as Amazon points out, you can order stuff and you can do stuff like, um, you know, it says in the documentation, order an Uber or a Domino's pizza, and so it's very commerce oriented. But that's just the beginning. As soon as they say, hey, basically you can do anything with these skills, they um, you know they go beyond just you know 
ordering things and, and using APIs, they say, well, you can work with your home, you can work with your entertainment device, and specifically videos and music and media, um, as well as commerce. And so that all fits really neatly into the well, Amazon can I just Can I just add really quickly, to work specifically with the Amazon devices, right? So this is, gonna, this is m going to be much easier to integrate with your Fire TV, right? The little, um, the Amazon's version of the Apple TV. It's, it's going to work with your, it's, it's not likely to work with your Apple ecosystem products, but it is likely to work with your Kindle, with your Fire TV, and with the Amazon ecosystem. And, and yeah, so it's, you know, as well as this, this partner ecosystem, so it'll work with your Nest, it'll work with, you know, basically all the other players that are, that are trying to get in your, put surveillance devices into your home, basically. And so there's this whole community building uh, of partners as well as third-party developers building, um, you know, entertainment, health, home things that, you know, people are building connected car stuff. And you can go to Amazon.com and find all of these skills that have been developed by their partners. And they have this whole skills kit and this way of defining and, and teaching you as a developer how you craft one of these skills. And what's that user experience supposed to look like, how it's supposed to work. But ultimately, the you know the the Alexa developers bring this innovation to the tables, innovation in, in quotes, and and helps build more skills. And what's interesting is how you know for me from a storytelling aspect is how they're packaging up this whole skills kits and this kind of API driven transactional process in there, and they're very much selling it like you know they have a whole certification. So how you of how you can build skills, have your your skills certified and and kind of brought under the, the the main umbrella and and how these skills actually equal intelligence. I mean, there's one of the the stories that is um, you know equates the number of skills in this catalog with intelligence. So you know Amazon Alexa just keeps getting smarter, according to Business Insider, um, because the number of skills from 2015 and 16 have gone up to 15,000. Yeah, so there are a number of really interesting things here, and I want to spend some time talking about um, the the language here, but um, because I, I think that there there's something really interesting going on um, culturally, and that sort of I think beyond simply what's happening with Amazon's interest in pushing forward this its particular device as the um, controller, if you will, of the future of this vision of a smart home, right? So this is part of a larger, it's part of a larger um, push from many technology companies for to add the to add the adjective smart to all sorts of appliances within the home. And we've talked about that before. But this idea that the future of the home is everything is going to be interconnect internet connected, right? So your refrigerator will be internet connected, your toaster will be internet connected, your coffee pot will be internet connected, your television obviously is already if it's a new television, likely, and you plug it in, internet connected, your speakers, um, you, uh, your computer, all of these devices, your car will have internet connectivity, and you'll want, I, according to this vision, some sort of master controller to be able to um, 
to operate these through one interface, and Amazon believes that that interface is voice, and Amazon, and so does Google, I think. Um, the Google Home device is very similar, um, but Amazon, Amazon really wants to be the device that you put in your house, of course, because if you're in charge of, if you're the if you're like the central sort of gatekeeper of these interfaces, you have a lot of data, right? And of course, part of the underpinning model of all of this and anything that's going to be built on sort of algorithmic decision-making is that you want to be able to track as much data as possible to know, to know what people are doing, to know what people perhaps want to do, to know what sells, um, to know what kind of the, the roadmap perhaps for your for your product. So Amazon is really, really interested in this. But the this um, so I'm but I'm so I'm interested in the way in which we are talking about smart and we're talking about intelligence for things that um, are neither smart or um, indicators of intelligence. It's an adjective, however, that we've we're applying to all sorts of technologies. But I'm also really interested in this because of the way in which the skill discussion of skills has become so crucial to the way in which we talk about the job market and the connection between education and training and labor. Um, well, and, and skills being a, a something you say, a phrase, you know, this distilled down transaction that's an entertainment, you know, watch a movie, listen to a music, um, to a, a, a commerce transaction, buy something on Amazon, house my, my order doing, order pizza. And, and as you said, if you're the gatekeeper of this or not just the gatekeeper, you're the platform that other gatekeepers, you know, you're, you're making the gatekeepers and they're building out, you know, the other things in your house and in your automobile and in your life that are connected to this ecosystem, things that go with you on trips. And then you come back and you bring into um, this ecosystem and it uploads your videos, uploads all the timestamps of everything you've been. And so all of these transactions that they're tracking, um, that they're equating into skills and intelligence. You know, this these are all API transactions from my from my end of the, the spectrum. And they're tracking these, surveilling you, trying to understand how these are working and and understand, you know, so it's the machine learning about you, but in the same that when you flip it on its head, it's also how you're being trained to get what you need. If you want pizza, if you want, you know, buy this, if you want. So it's it's a two-way training. It's them learning about every aspect of your life and your house and how you do. and But it's also how um, you learn about, you know, the behaviors that Amazon very much wants you to perform. So, I mean, and I, I find this really interesting because the, um, you know, part of the larger narrative um, in and around education um, is that, you know, schools are failing, blah, blah, blah. Schools are failing because they aren't training, stu students aren't graduating with the right, right quote-unquote, skills. There's a, quote-unquote, skills gap that means employers cannot find people to hire that have the appropriate, quote, skills. And so this notion of, quote, skills is, um, is really a a powerful, and it has been for quite some time, a powerful narrative that shapes the way in which we are sort of um, crafting 
the, the school system, both at the K through 12 and at the higher education level, crafting those to meet the to meet the demands of industry, right? So, and and oftentimes in very specific ways. When you know that 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 instead of when we say that there's a skills gap, right, and that you know uh, whatever com a, a a company like Google can't hire people with the right skills. Um, what, what we end up doing is we end up sort of rethinking the curriculum, not simply so that we teach students something broad about computer science or something broad about the about um, technology, but we oftentimes are pushed towards teaching people specific skills that that particular um, industry or, or company demands. And I think that this is very perhaps less true with Google, but quite true with um, in the, at the community college level with um, the with you know helping train people for jobs that are that are um, common in the local economy, right? So um, instead of change tra training or instead of educating with sort of a broad liberal arts curriculum where students learn how to learn, um, you train people with a specific 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 set of quote-unquote skills um, that are applicable to perhaps an industry, but often even times to just one company. So I think this discussion of skills is really interesting. And to have this notion of a skills gap and a failure of education go on at the same time as a company like Amazon is now touting the skills and the growth of the skills of their particular product that they're um, marketing as sort of the future of the, the future centerpiece of um, the home and, and perhaps perhaps a, f a centerpiece of any place that should be more highly automated including including the workplace um, clearly so, um, so I think that 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 usage of the word skill is really is is important in ways that I'm I'm really I'd like to spend a lot of time um, if I wasn't working on so many other projects, a lot of time thinking about. In fact, if I were in the business of doing keynotes, which I'm not for a year, this would be a this would definitely be a topic for me to explore, because I think it's it's really important the way in which this is working, um, the language is working, and the ideology is working. And it's doubly important because when you look at the skills of the Amazon Alexa, the things that it is saying signify that Alexa is smart, these skills are not, they're nothing to brag about. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking down the list right now in several categories, and, and you've got news, sports, trivia, and then you've got dating advice, you've got Bible information, you've got, you know, uh, just all kinds of, um, I don't know, they're not they're not skills. They're not training you to do anything. They're 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 so teaching you to. So I'm I'm looking at an article that was published at the end of last year, touting the most popular skills and the ones that Amazon decided to feature as sort of like the skills of the year, the ones that most have been most installed by customers. The number one most popular quote skill is one that plays th the sound of a storm. Wow. Right. I mean, the second most popular one is is a Jeopardy one that asks you a trivia question. Of course. The third one is one that tells you a quote unquote personalized story, but they're highly branded. Right, that they're like they're about whatever 
like they're about like the minions or or, or a Disney character. Um, the, the other one is another trivia game, um, playing 30 seconds of inspiring words, um, of my pregnancy update that once a week will tell you what's happening to your, pre during your pregnancy, um, one that has cocktail recipes and one that integrates with your Fitbit so that it will tell you out loud how many steps you've watched in case you're too damn lazy to actually, I don't know, look at the app. But I, um, yeah. So these aren't actually particularly, I mean, then these are, these are the most popular ones. Like none of those, I think they're ones that are like the, that would, like you said, read the, the headline news story of the day. Um, but uh, are any of those indication of intelligence? Please say no. No, I mean, it's, I mean, it's the, the problem with the, the co-opting of these, these phrases and terms and these meaningful things and applying them to this, this, this platform or ecosystem. It's more of that, you know, as, as you like to say, reducing things to a transaction, which to me is very much API. It's, it's how you connect to a database, uh, uh, some content or a, uh, some sort of algorithm that that does something, and increasingly it's how you connect to sensors and other things. But it's they're, they're transactions. You know, if you daisy chain ten of them together, it does not equal intelligence. I mean, no matter what you call it, it's it's a it's a it's a series of of code that's run in a certain way with a you know certain input and output. So I think it's really part of of this fantasy that we wanna really reduce society and and destroy you know institutions and de destroy any kind of notion of, of meaning and reduce people down to a transaction society down to this level um, that is marketed to is sold to and and everything can be recorded and quantified it's like you did 149 transactions today very good across 10 different areas you're a, a very good person a very good consumer a very good citizen a very so good this whatever. actually reminds me a lot in some ways this also reminds me of you know this this touting of a number that's actually quite meaningless um, that is the touting the number of skills that are built built by these are built by third party um, you know third party developers on this particular um, new quote unquote ecosystem or platform right this actually is really reminiscent to the stuff that Apple did in the early days of the iPhone um, and later iPad platform right so you know touting how many apps there were, how many people were building things for the for the platform. And really when you look look now in, in hindsight, like so much of that stuff is is utter shit. The all costs just so you don't feel alone. Um, right that the that the you know the so the sure, sure there are definitely some high high quality, I can't say that now without thinking of Donald Trump Jr. Um, there were some high quality apps, right? There are some apps that do meaningful, useful, interesting things, but the vast, vast, vast majority of the apps in the Apple and of course Android ecosystem are really pretty worthless, right? And, um, and I think that what we're seeing is Amazon really wanting to get the sort of groundswell of developer interest 
in building things for its platform by touting these numbers, by actually, you know, by giving people money, like you, like, and like you said, you know, certifying, certifying this as, you know, once you have a certification process, it's a very common way in tech for it to sort of somehow become a thing, right? If you certify someone in this, like certifying is this act of sort of granting prestige to a particular <laughs> skill set or a particular product or a particular brand. Um, for all their talk about hating higher ed, uh, the tech industry loves certification programs, right? So, but to me, it really echoes a lot of what happened circa 2000, you know, what was it, 2006, 7, 8 with the sort of encouragement of Apple in order to build things, to build things in its ecosystem and to build things in its ecosystem and not Google's, right? So, and similarly, Amazon is very interested here in developers working in its ecosystem and not Google's and not Apple's, which Apple seems to be kind of late to the game. I'm not sure if Apple has, I don't pay close enough attention um, to, you know, the, to the Apple forecasting, but I'm not sure um, if Apple intends to enter, enter this market or not. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, it's pretty much between Amazon and Google really heavily when it comes to both the voice as well as the ecosystem. Well, but and, uh, Apple has, Apple does have the voice. Yeah, right, and, and, they, and Apple and, does and have an uh, Apple has a strong ecosystem. I just don't know if I don't I don't. Know. They're not investing in all. I mean, I have to say they're not investing in APIs in the way and kind of the platform. They're just kind of resting on their laurels when it comes to that 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 OG marketplace kind of iTunes platform. But it doesn't mean they can't come back. I mean, they have the resources. They definitely have the market share and the device share, so they can. But I mean, that's I mean. Uh, no matter whether anybody um, uses any of these skills or not, which I did find a very useful one, what's my Wi-Fi password, Alexa? Oh, it's going to say that out loud. Yeah, it'll it'll tell you your Wi-Fi password. So yeah, there's a there's a, there's some good useful ones like that in here. But uh, maybe it could like read your credit card number out loud too. <laughs> yes. So like the you know so that obviously when like a when a, someone breaks into your house, they can say. They can just, like, get all of your information. Or, like, when the cops come to your house, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's really, I think, what, what bothers me about this is is I get the whole platform play. I mean, I, I'm the API evangelist. I'm studying this from the perspective of how they're managing it to recommend that other people do it in, in, in one way, shape, or form. So I, I like the approach, but, like, people don't talk about, like, the cost of these this technology and, and these devices in our house to get at, you know, most of these, you know, 99.9% .9 of these skills mean nothing. They're not going to be used. They're entertainment. They just want to get the device in your house and get access to your data. And people don't realize that. And they want they want to be able to connect the dots between their partner's devices that are already in your house, your car, and your business. And they're already giving these things to um, motels. You go to Vegas, and there's whole hotels that have an Alexa or a, an Echo in each room. So they're very much just doing this to get at you and get your data. And, and people just don't realize. So it really doesn't matter to them if skills are taken for real or not or if they're of value or anything just as long as people are buying the hype and and we saw this week where they they um you know have the prime day where they just basically and we're seeing this with vr and other technologies where they just you know drop the price of these things 
and people are going to consume them and, and put these devices in their house just because they're novelties in their entertainment. And then that's going to keep happening to a point where we're going to start seeing, you know, just free devices given away just so that they can get in your house and, and get in your business and get in your pocket and, and track you. Well, there was another story this week from Engadget that Amazon is considering um, giving developers more information based on your Alexa usage, right? Giving giving um, developers transcripts um, of, uh, um, of how you're using Alexa as part of the um, feedback as, as so you know currently the, you don't like currently Alexa developers from my understanding at least don't get quite the wealth of, of information that you can that are, it's quite easy to get if you're if you're building a Facebook app or if you're building an um, uh, an iPhone, something for the uh, iPhone or Android ecosystem. You can you you can access an ama- an incredible amount of data, right? So if you think about um, Uber, it's a it's a great example. Like Uber knows where you are, right? And they can claim we we, they, we need to know where you are in order to drop the pin to call the car to summon the car. Um, but they you know they have access to a, a lot of other a lot of other information about you um, uh, uh, because of the kinds of data that your phone that your phone collects. Um, and so thinking about you know, thinking about what the kind of information that a, someone could glean about um, glean about you based on your, um, you know, based on your um, Amazon, uh, based on your Amazon Alexa logs is is pretty incredible, particularly because these are ambient listening devices, right? So they're always they're not necessarily always on, on, but they're always listening, right? So, you know, one of the things that I do um, is I've turned off the voice activation on all of my, I'm an Apple, I mean, I do use Apple products, but I don't have Siri activated on any of them because I don't really want that ambient always listening, which is required so that when you say Siri, that she can, or she, that the that the program can respond and and sort of immediately be listening and similarly, you know you you know you utter something with Alexa and it, um, and it's already paying attention enough to know, um, to know to know to then sort of respond and then turn turn fully on. I hate the way that we use all these. The language is so. Um, hard because we already are sort of anthropomorphizing and I think granting granting intelligence and agency to these um, to these little machines but um, yeah I think that the privacy implications and the security implications are vast but um, I'm also really interested in the implications for the future of labor you know and thinking about and the future of education, when we see something like intelligence and when we see something like skills be co-opted and then really denigrated by, uh, by tech. Well, I would like to explore that further in the future. I'm glad we finally got this on the radar because I, I want this to be a, a continuing conversation because for me, from the back end, again, the APIs that drive this, you know, Amazon is very much leading the, the conversation when it comes to um, how technology is built across all of these platforms that we're depending on, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Google, um, devices, your home, your car, all of this are, um, 
you know, using these 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 platforms that people are are building on Amazon. So Amazon runs such a significant portion of the cloud and of the back end of these, and they're very much defining not just cloud computing. So think how big that's gotten in the last decade, but they're leading conversations like uh, serverless, which a big part of the Alexa skills. Like anytime you Google how to develop an Alexa skill. Right behind it is a, a service called uh, AWS Lambda that is a very serverless. It's it's part of this this wider containerization, microservices. You know, to use another API set of API terms, DevOps, where you're decomposing, and this is very much about decomposing the enterprise, decomposing products and businesses and startups into these very finite transactions that developers can execute and so think mechanical turk when that that layer between tech and human but the the really interesting part is silicon valley and developers are the front line of of developing this this new way of doing this that's ultimately going to put them out of a job or reduce everything they do to a very uh, finite transaction that they don't have the big picture at all. The arc, the master architects at Amazon or any of the leading tech companies will have the big uh, uh, vision. You'll just be kind of clicking on these this cow clicker, creating a script here, creating one here, um, creating this skill here, this skill here, and then running them as jobs, which is another kind of convenient term that we use in tech space. When you run a script, either on a schedule or some sort of triggered event, it's it's called often called a job. And I don't think that's by accident. So there's this whole other shift in the landscape that's going on behind the scene that's very much labor and very much connected to this kind of uh, disruption that Amazon's setting the stage for with this use of language. Yeah, I mean, and and uh, and I think Amazon, Amazon is sort of perhaps the most obvious of this, but this is part of, you know, this is why I talk, uh, you know, I, I use the shorthand Silicon Valley narrative, even though Amazon is not located in Silicon Valley, it's part of this larger um, ideology, I think, that is is really interested in um, uh, in this kind of um, in this kind of future, um, and and making these other arguments about the future of work and the future of education. And so, you know, I think to think about the ways in which you know, if you were just to sort of spend a uh, you know spend the next week thinking about how these words like smart. Um, are intelligent are used to um, to describe machines, and then think about the ways in which skills um, and jobs are used to describe technologies. Technologies, not the people who work there, or the the inability to find people who work there, but the way that they're used to describe. Um, th these these new scripts, right? Scri I mean, they're, the way the way that they're used to describe scripts, which is a a small snippet of code. This isn't some sort of elaborate, um, lengthy programming. I think is a really interesting indication of of a of a kind of a of a kind of a future in which um, the the role of um, the role uh, for you know the the. I don't know. I mean, I just think that there's, well, yeah, I have a lot more thinking to do about this. I'm just fascinated by, uh, I'm fascinated by the way in which w this language around intelligence and this language around skills is being used, um, is being used to describe 
um, these this particular piece of technology. So that's 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 it for me. Yeah. Well, I think uh, Amazon Alexa is the best example of surveillance capital uh, capitalism that we have right now. So oh, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe it's pretty good. Yeah, that's uh, maybe. I, I think when you think of you know the the Amazon Web Services, the Amazon Commerce piece, the co- Amazon uh, Content and Entertainment beast, um, and how many hooks they have, their their you know how much they drive and operate, so that everybody who operates on Amazon adding into that, they're they're I think the the biggest apparatus from what I can tell. So. Interesting. That's really it's interesting, of course, to to think about. Um, to think about Jeff Bezos, who um, I'll wrap it up by saying, if you haven't seen pictures of him this week, I don't know if you've seen them, that the, that, yeah, I mean, I think we're sort of taking, we're really uh, putting our, you know, taking our our lives into our own hands here by, by, by speaking, by uh, speaking critically of a man who is jacked. Uh, He's, he's packing some serious guns with him wherever he goes now, for sure. (laughs) All right. Uh, Then, uh, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll continue to talk about this because it's really an idea that's um, that I, I've I've been wanting to explore um, a lot and probably will come back to. So, till next week. Till next week. <laughs>